The Political Process Podcast, hosted by activist and youth politician Clayton Herbst with youth activist guest stars from around the country. Together we are explaining the American political process and diving deep into the details of the system. Welcome to a special episode on the 2020 election. At this point, we are a mere two days away from election day. However, things are going to look very different this year. Ballots, mail-in voting, and a whole host of other things, we will not have the results right away. In fact, some predictions state that we won't have the results for up to 30 or 60 days. This is all due to mail-in ballot counting and absentee ballot counting. Mail-in ballots are rather simple. They are ballots that you receive in the mail and then you send them back. Or at least they are simple for the voter. The election authority has to receive these ballots and then process them, which includes scanning in the barcodes to ensure that they are valid ballots. It means that they need to unpackage them. It means they need to flatten them after they've been folded for transport. And then it means they need to be counted. However, in most states, that counting won't actually start until November 3rd. That means mail-in ballots collected before November 3rd are going to be sitting waiting. Now, in some states, they're allowed to be processed, which means that their barcodes will be scanned and they will be flattened. However, in other states, they are just stored as is and have to be counted on election day. Another component to mail-in ballots is the time delay for reporting. For example, in some states, they will take mail-in ballots up to 20 days after the election. In other states, your mail-in ballot has to be received by November 3rd in order for it to be counted. This means some states will be able to report exactly their results on November 3rd or early November 4th, and other states will take several days or weeks to report based on the volume of mail-in ballots. Another issue in the 2020 election reporting is absentee ballots. Absentee ballots are similar to mail-in ballots, except that they have to be physically delivered or put in a Dropbox to an election authority or a polling location. This means that there are going to be ballots waiting to be counted until after the polls close because they are going to need to be processed, which means scanning in the barcodes, confirming the identity of the voter, etc., etc., and then actually fed into the machine. So before election day, you can already see that there are going to be delays just based on the way people are voting and just how the system is built. Most states are not prepared for high volumes of mail in ballots, some states are most aren't. This will mean delays. Another issue for polling locations is the massive amount of voters that will be out this election. Just in early voting and mail-in ballots received, 2020 has 65% of the voting that 2016 did. And that's before election day. Millions of Americans still have to cast their ballot on election day which means that polling locations need to be prepared for massive amounts of people. Already in early voting, we see that there are long lines, some upwards of seven hours waiting just to vote. Compounded with election machines not being able to keep up with the volume of voters, polling staff not being able to keep up, as well as the typical issues that happen every year with databases failing, machines failing, and general confusion, we are looking at many delays in the 2020 election reporting. Most likely on November 3rd or November 4th, one candidate, or potentially both, will declare victory over the election. However, at that point, a vast majority of ballots might not have been counted, especially if machines have been down or states are slow on reporting, which you could see happened several times during the 2020 primaries for the presidential election. Now, as a whole, 
election reporting immediately isn't as big of a concern, especially because our inauguration is not until January. However, this could mean confusion for the American people as well as potentially more division because of an unresolved election. Some helpful tips to remember if you are voting this year. If you are in line to vote before your polling location is scheduled to close, you are allowed to vote. If they attempt to turn you away, call the nonpartisan hotline. Your vote matters and it should be counted at that point. If your polling location does not see you on their voter rolls, have them confirm with the state. If the state database is unable to find it, do not worry. Ask the polling staff to cast a provisional ballot. What this means is you will be allowed to vote like normal, however your vote will not be counted until they can confirm your identity. This means that they will be confirming with the state secretary of state, checking their voter rolls again, etc. If you are experiencing issues with voting or you feel like there is a voting issue or security issue, call your state's secretary of state office. They should have an election reporting line. After that, feel free to call the nonpartisan election reporting line for more assistance. That is a countrywide hotline. Additionally, a new resource this year is Pizza to the Polls. If you are in a long line waiting to cast your ballot, you can go ahead and go to polls.pizza and alert them that there is a long line at your polling location and they will send you pizza. It is a nonpartisan nonprofit designed to allow Americans to vote easier without worrying about food or the concerns of being in a long line for long periods of time. Now, it is not quite election day. We still have time. You can still get involved and make a difference before all the ballots are cast. There are virtual events for all candidates in states and countrywide elections that require your assistance. There is phone banking, text banking, and a host of other ways to get involved before Election Day and even on Election Day to get out the vote for whatever candidate you feel is best for this election. You do not want to wake up on the day when the results are reported and realize that you could have done more. You do not want to be disappointed and you do not want to have any regrets. So get involved. If you want easy ways to get involved, go to theherpstmovement.com for candidates down ballot for both progressives and conservatives that are looking for volunteers. As always, be safe, wear a mask, and remember to socially distance. Be cognizant of the dangers in this election and also be cognizant of your rights as an American individual to vote. For more voting information, visit IWillVote.com, TheHerbsMovement.com, or search up the Nonpartisan Election Reporting Hotline. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Political Process Podcast, hosted and edited by Clayton Herbst. Thank you to our special guests for joining us today. Tune in next time. Release dates every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday.